Welcome to episode 73 of No Room for Phonies. Five Voices, part two. Part two, where we are going to discuss our voices. Yep. Uh, The green light moment. Um, I read this description of our current world in the book Undisruptible, which is my book recommendation for this uh, two weeks or whatever. And uh, it's an amazing book. It's about... It's very good. About um, how we can become undisruptible. And sort of like one of the illustrations is the book is the crest of the wave is like when things are going really well. But then when the wave crashes, you also have to be able to manage the bottom of the wave. Mm -hmm. When the, things the are, or yeah, yeah, right. So anyway, in the book, he describes our current world as volatile, ambiguous, uncertain, and complex. And I would say, you know, now that we've lived through COVID and some of the other things that we've lived through, that that is pretty true. True, pretty true. I think there might have been a small blip in the 50s and 60s where people felt life was good and yeah things were pretty smooth and, and then maybe right. again in the early 2000s. Yeah. I don't but, know because everywhere in the world there has been something. Yeah, but, but I think that volatile... But there's been that illusion. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the book recommendation is Undisruptible, and your podcast recommendation is... Revisionist History is the name of the podcast, not of the whole episode. And uh, it features Malcolm Gladwell, and um, it's very, very interesting. Um, all sorts of topics, not just history. Okay, about how we are impacted by history, kind of? Um Tidbits from history that have impacted that impact society today. Um, I guess revisionist history, right? So it's like maybe relooking at a historical situation and looking at some of the more tr- truthful aspects of it than what's been kind of glossed over in the history books. Cool. So, anyway, it's very interesting. Cool. So, the five voices, part two. Your primary voice is, is pioneer. Champion of strategic vision, results focus, and problem solving. It's 7% of the population, and my voice is very strong in this area. In this area. So I just want to categorize, clarify that. 7% of the North American and and Western European population, because they didn't do... I don't think it's worldwide that they did that that research, so... So this is the approach to life with an anything is possible attitude. Visioning and shaping a scalable future is the highest priority. And I, it's kind of like strategic military thinking makes them... Uh, makes you. Makes me effective at aligning people and systems and resources. And winning is a massive driver and they hate to give up and they'll drive their team long after... Others have given up. That's very true of me. (laughs) Yeah. Powerful communicators. They use logic and rationality to provide an attractive and compelling vision of the future. Um, The immature pioneer can appear arrogant and me-focused. And they quickly dismiss the contributions of those they don't believe to be competent or experienced. Yep. 
Yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, this I, is, I can't. They say, don't suffer you don't fools lightly. Don't want me lightly. really to say anything directly about you, do you? Well, they don't. Su- I don't suffer fools lightly. No. And and, and sometimes you have you, you're quick to write off. Oh yeah. People but. when they're ridiculous. <laughs> but my voice opinion. order is pioneer, guardian, creative, connector, and nurturer. Yeah, but upon order. further reflection, you were going to maybe adjust one of those, right? No. No. I okay. don't think so. Um, so the strengths are asking challenging and critical questions to better understand the reality and envision the future. And they love to lead and enjoy taking responsibility for others, natural leaders. And then again, that whole thing at well, aligning people and systems and... And this I know is about sometimes is about the workplace, but it's not just the workplace. I mean, yes, as a principal, you did all these things well, but in your volunteer comp capacities, in your friendships, organizing, mm-hmm. all, all of that organizational skill and know how mm-hmm. comes into play. And their competitive and the challenges are that their competitiveness and abrasive personality often make them hard to love. They always appear to be working. Even social interactions appear calculated and strategic. Colleagues and subordinates can often feel like pieces on their strategic chessboard. They respect strength and sacrifice, often failing to extend compassion and care to those who are struggling, which I think I... I don't find you hard to love. (laughs) I'm glad to hear that. (laughs) So, I mean... It's just like you go on the website and you get all this information about yourself, suggested growth opportunities. For pioneers? Yeah, well, for the pioneer guardian. Right, that blend of the, the pioneer blend, guardian. The blend, right? Mm-hmm. There's even videos and things on there. I know, it's really, really yeah, expanded. It's really Since well. I first read the book, they've really expanded yeah, it's crazy. the resources. And it's free. A lot of this is free. Yeah, learning to develop relationships with people where you are not the leader. I'm, I've definitely learned to do that. Mm-hmm. Learning how to be present with people without any particular agenda or need to recruit people and resources for a new vision. Developing empathy and compassionate for those less fortunate than you. Well, serving That's always been easy for you. Yeah. Serving people who can never repay you or add to your expertise and knowledge and recognize that you may present your ideas too forcefully, effectively shutting out other people's opinions. Yeah, I think I learned a lot about mm-hmm. not doing those. And then I like these things. What happens under moderate stress? You come more you become more and more demanding and controlling of your team and you begin to drive yourself and others to the limits of capacity and endurance. Drawn to your competency and charisma, people start to fear your displeasure. I can see that. Uh what happens under extreme stress? Because of failure in your vision um, and or physical burnout, you start to withdraw. Does anyone really care about me or like me? Experience guilt and regret for having placed the task before the relationship. So is that true of you? Yeah, I can feel that way mm-hmm. when I'm when it's extremely stressful. What does a healthy pioneer guardian look like? They have a strong ability to ask tough strategic questions that go to the heart of the issue. 
They have the capacity to communicate vision in a clear, compelling manner such that everyone in the team knows what's expected of them and what the success criteria are. They have an ability to drive teams and organization to productivity and health. They provide a metronomic consistency. I don't know that others take their lead from. I don't even know what that means. Metronomic? Yeah. Well, metronome is like, about regular timing. Like balanced, I guess. Yeah. And and regular, like just it's it's on a regular right. pace. Yeah. Um relentlessness kind of, right? Yeah. They have an incredible capacity to think strategically and are always testing new hypotheses and exploring ways to win. And so how do pioneer pioneer guardians stay healthy? They need to have freedom to ask tough and critical questions of leaders in different parts of the organization. Right. So just think of the time when your superiors frustrated you because they wouldn't answer any yeah. of the questions. Well, and, and they would shut And it down. asking questions was not part of that culture. No, it wasn't allowed. No. They need to have the opportunity to lead, to bring order and direction, align people's strategy and resources to achieve an objective. They need to carefully monitor the relational load they are carrying. If they start to overcare, they will lose the capacity to lead at their best. So, yeah, okay. I can get caught up. What causes them to become unhealthy when they are not able to ask tough questions <laughs> of people it perceives to be competent, then it doesn't have the tools to shape the future. When they are dealing with impending failure, it causes them to become overcritically and judgmental of both themselves and people they perceive to res- be responsible. Mostly for me, that's me. Like, yes, but self criticism. Yes. When things are starting to teeter towards not being successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although that hardly ever happens to you. So. That I'm not successful, <laughs> yeah. it's happened a lot to me. When they become overly sensitive and afraid of hurting people's feelings, they won't ask the right questions and as such gather insufficient data. data. So, I mean, I just think it's interesting because a lot of that rings true for me. And so if your goal in life is to understand yourself better, then why not? get more information about yourself and the, by reading the five by voices reading the five and, voices or by or taking, just taking the, the online, online assessment right and we're not in video this time because last month our video kaputted <laughs> and so we just decided to do both of them without video. with with voice and so we'll bring video back next time yeah. but um yeah so that's me but i just like I like the added resources they have now because of the headings, like how to be yeah. healthy, how, what causes to become unhealthy. That didn't what exist. What happens under extreme stress and moderate stress. Like, that didn't exist before no, at all. That's a very new stuff. Yeah. New resource. Okay, so that's mine. All right. And I the thing I like that. about it as well, if, if you go through the whole thing and you don't think that really sounds like you, mm-hmm. then you can go back and readjust the order of them. Yeah. Yeah. You probably will find that the first one is pretty accurate. Uh the second and third might be switched around. Yeah, I thought I was I thought I well, was the other thing pioneer is, creative, but yeah. I can understand the guardian part because when I have a plan and I want to put it in place, I, I hold that close to me. Like mm-hmm. once I've worked it all through. Mm-hmm. Then it's interesting to see it together in the same person because 
often in a group of people, pioneers and guardians are at odds with each other. Yes. So in the same person, it's a little... It's very interesting to see how they balance each other. But it's the idea of like asking those hard questions. Yeah. Even of your own... Ideas and dreams and and future. And that is true of me. Yeah. Like when I put something out there, I want to flesh it out before I... Like when I was trying to implement something new, Mm -hmm. I would hold meetings and you know, Sakan teachers to talk through it. Okay, does everyone understand it? Has everybody got this? Like, we're moving forward with this. And so this is your opportunity to say, I don't get it, or I don't think it's this, or I, I'm not sure about some parts of it. Because once we leave the room today, we're, we're full steam ahead. Yeah. And the thing that drove me crazy the most is people who would nod their heads at the meeting Mm -hmm. and then not do it. And so then I would, of course, being the person that I am, would say, you were in the meeting. Why why isn't this happening? Well, well, so you were just not going to do it and not going to speak up and not going to whatever? Like, you know, so that's, Mm -hmm. yeah. But anyway... So you are... I am a creative connector. Nurturer. Nurturer is third. Pioneer fourth. Guardian fifth. So, but I But you said you were a triple. I scored very evenly on the creative connector and nurturer. Which is interesting. So go ahead with your So I care deeply about the imbalances and injustices of our world, which is true. And I want my life to make a difference. Like I've always kind of had this, what's my mission, right? Kind of vocation, whatever, calling, yeah. da, da, da. Uh, able to scan the future for potential opportunities and dangers no one else has seen. People value their integrity and trust their character, and they are incredibly loyal and deeply committed to their families and close friends. Which That's is true. true of me. And with, yeah. Challenges. So I'm an internal idealist. Remember that survey we did before we got married? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no. Where I was 100% idealist and you were 100% realist. realist. And the guy was like, the minister that was marrying us was like, well, I'm not sure what to do with this. Anyhow. And uh, we hold ourselves to impossibly high standards. Um, they can find it difficult to clearly communicate the future ideas, possibilities, and dangers that they see so clearly. They struggle, which is weird, but it's true. Like in the moment when I'm talking, I, I can get all convoluted and not say things clearly. Mm-hmm. Uh, they struggle to bring appropriate challenge, fearing relational disharmony. I think you're getting better at that. I'm getting that. better at that. I'm not fearing that as much. Uh, and they quickly get bored with the present and with repetitive routine. Oh, yeah. Suggested growth opportunities. So for me, I guess, understand where my idealistic tendencies come from and allow myself to enjoy life, however imperfect. And have the confidence to trust my intuition and believe it is a valuable resource for for the team and for myself and for an organization, if that's where I am. Allow others to speak truth and encouragement into your life regularly. You need to hear it. <laughs> to balance the idealism, we yeah. need to hear the realism. So we're good partners there. Yeah, we are. Uh, when it comes to communicating your creative ideas, recognize you will need others to help you and you will have to ask them to pull. What happens under moderate stress? I withdraw from people and overanalyze whether I am living up to my own impossible standards. Yes. This is just moderate stress. 
Yeah. What happens under extreme stress? Well, wait, under modest stress, I am asking myself, am I being the best parent, friend, colleague, boss? What happens under extreme stress? I become judgmental and critical of those closest yes, to me. You yes, you do. <laughs> wow, this describes you. Question: I question people's motives and whether my loyalty is being abused, right? Like... For you, you don't you don't trust loyalty at ever, and I takes a long time for me. But once I do, then mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, what's going on? Which here? is the nine part of you, like yeah. the, in the enneagram too. What does a healthy, um, creative, correct, co- collect, <laughs> connector, nurturer look, look like? like? I have a strong desire for integrity, depth, and the alignment of principles and values. Yes, they have a strong desire to work for something they believe in and work. That allows them to help others fulfill their potential. They have the ability to sense misalignment in relationships and when people are being disingenuous. Mm-hmm. Yes. But my idealism sometimes fights against that. Yes, for sure. Because I think, oh, everybody's wonderful. Um, they have the ability to provide an early, warning, an early warning radar system to alert others to potential dangers in violating core convictions and values, which inspires trust from others. Yeah, I would say very true. And I'm thinking back to when I attended church regularly and going to church meetings and the hip, to me, the hypocrites. The disingenuous The people. hypocrites would stand up talking, spouting all this ruler rules yeah. and holier than thou. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. That's not even biblical. And that's not yeah. even the core conviction of, yeah. of our values. Yeah, for sure. How does a creative connector nurturer stay healthy? They need to schedule time for themselves each day, time where they can get away from task demands of their desk and ask the question, how am I doing? Self-navel-gazing self much? But anyway, go ahead, take your moment. They need to schedule time for their key relationships. They need friends who will speak the truth in love when they are holding themselves to impossibly high standards. And they need to find a way to make sense of their task world, one where it clearly benefits others and makes the world a better place. And what causes the creative connector nurturer to become unhealthy? When they start to believe the lies of their own internal critique, which is constantly telling them that they're not good enough. When they get overwhelmed with details, practicalities, and repetitive tasks that are not life-giving. And when they allow their internal perfectionism to judge them and tell them that they are not good enough. That they are not a good enough spouse or a good enough parent or yeah yeah so that's when I start spiraling spiraling, spiraling down. yeah definitely those three yeah. things happen to me I just part of like this is us but I mean I just find it very fascinating that you can you know do that um, assessment. online assessment which is free yeah can do it as many times as you want mm-hmm. and see its validity because I've done it. And I've always come out as a pioneer. Yes, that's always been true. Sometimes I flip between nurture, cre- I mean, sorry, creative, and like sometimes I flip a little yeah. bit. But I mean, that is fairly accurate. It's yeah. interesting. Yeah, and I mean, it just gives you a different insight. And, that, yeah. and I think when you think of the five five voices, it's always about. Um, Do you have a copy of the book. Leadership. Here? No, that's okay. It's the book somewhere else. That's okay. It's on that pile over there, I think. No worries. Um, I think it's always about like 
a team working together, whether that team is your family or whatever, mm -hmm. if you find out what your voice, what the voices of the people are around your table, you're going to be able to like function better. Yeah. Because there's an understanding of, because what it talks about in the book is um, when a, whatever, a pioneer says it this way, Everybody else in the room who's not a pioneer can recognize, oh, that's a pioneer voice. They're not attacking us. They're not uh, saying we're stupid. They have a vision that they're moving forward with, and the rest of us aren't jumping on board, so that person's getting frustrated. Yeah. Or if you see a nurturer who's, like, stopping the group from doing anything because they're sensing that somebody's getting upset, then we're going to say, oh, yeah, that's what a nurturer does. The nurturer's reading the room to see who's sad and who's disengaged and who's bored because they want everybody to be getting along. Mm -hmm. And so, But if we know that, then we can... But also the nurturer themselves can say, wait a minute, I'm so worried about the relational aspect of it that I'm stopping things from moving forward even though what is actually being put on the table will be better for the will be better for everybody in the long run and maybe there are a few people that just kind of have to get over it yeah well all of all of the voices at some have point an aspect have an aspect that they just have to get over yeah 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 no i think it's great so we just want to well, wanted to just share ours hopefully to inspire you to say hey i wonder what mine is and then to go to the website five number five voices.com and try it and there are videos and all kinds of like reading and information about whatever it is that mm -hmm. you come out as mm -hmm. so and it really is actually harder than some of the other things we've read to identify somebody else's voice oh yeah it, you can maybe get one out of the top three but you might get them out of order it's really hard to peg other people mm -hmm. It's, that's how good of a tool it is. I yeah, think. it's very good. That's great. So go on number5voices.com. Try it out. And uh, I will guarantee that there is never any harm that the more you understand about yourself and how you work, if you look at the Enneagram or the five voices or any other way of kind of looking at yourself and what your strengths and your um, weaknesses are and what causes you to be unhealthy, it can only help you. That's right. It can only help you and, and your relationship. I, I read this like three years ago for the first time and it made a big difference then. And now it's a whole like very refreshing to see some of the new resources. And yeah, it's there. great. So that is uh, the five voices part two, um, all about us. <laughs> So thank you for joining us. October 15th, we're going to do, you're going to look up your top 10 quotes about leadership. Okay. And I'm going to look up mine. Cool. And we're going to share them. I like it. So who is it that we will be quoting would be interesting mm -hmm. if we line up at all. I think some of us, right. some of the. Leaders. So join us on October 15th for, it'll be 20 quotes or maybe. If some of them overlap, it right. will be a few less. But the top 10 quotes about leadership. And thank you for joining us for episode 73 of The Five Voices. No Room for Phonies. Of, sorry, episode 73 of No Room for Phonies, The Five Voices 
part two, all about us. Good night. <laughs>